When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. And this is Crazy Football with Super Kerry McNaughton. And I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be the most ridiculous football podcast in the world. It might be the worst podcast in the world as well, but you never know. We will have fun doing it. That's the main thing. Um, so, yes, of course, you can find us in the usual places youtube.com slash ace podcast nation for the video versions and the audio versions and all your usual podcast and radio apps and the platforms. Joining me, of course, as you would guess from the title, is uh, ex Scotland and Cardiff City defender, as well as a host of other clubs, Mr. Kevin McNaughton. How goes it, my friend? Very well, very well. It's the first time I've seen that little intro there. Pretty amusing. I like, to, I like to talk with the pets, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah, it might change a little bit between now and the next episode, <laughs> but like, I um, I really like the song as well. Do you know? It's just like um, it's like a non-copyright song from the place where I get all my music and stuff for the podcast. But I really like it. It was like, wow, that's yeah, good. I like that. But um, yeah, there's some good little clips in there. The the one I like is the. The one where in the Sunday league game where the keeper comes screaming out, keepers, and he misses it completely. The boy dribbles around the defenders, dribbles around the keeper, and he's like six inches out, and he just hits it wide, and it's like, oh, quality. But uh, yeah, we've got some stuff. So if, for those of you who don't know, this is literally with me and Kev are going to talk just about the most ridiculous stories, and we're going to have a look at some clips maybe, and uh, just going to have a bit of a giggle. And uh, something a bit different from every other podcast out there, probably for good reason. But you never know. It, I think we're going to have a, a good time doing it. And um, it seems like, uh, as we record this uh, earlier in the week for when it's going to be released, we'll uh, we'll start with uh, 
where should we start? I was going to say Harry Maguire, but do you know what? I'm going to start somewhere else. Um, obviously, you're uh, back up in Bonnie, Scotland. Terrible, terrible Scottish accent. Um, so um, I might, I might just pull that out every week now, just, uh, every month, like just to, just see see if I can improve my Scottish accent each episode. But um, obviously, you're a former Aberdeen player yourself. Um, the Aberdeen uh, squad went for a little meal and got into a bit of trouble with their, their COVID uh, regulations. Uh, as I just said to you off air, I thought they got a bit of a raw deal because what they did is they they stuck to the government guidelines. They went and had food. They weren't drinking. They weren't like having this big party. They were social distancing, all of this, that and the other. Um, and they got slaughtered. I think the game was called off. Uh, yeah. But the one I think which is crazy and uh, is ridiculous was uh, the Celtic boy uh, Bolly is it I think his surname is um, yes. so basically Celtic had a meeting to set the scene uh, they basically said to the players don't leave the country don't go anywhere you've got a few days off just go and uh, you know go and chill out relax enjoy your time off and uh, pretty much from that meeting apparently he uh, I've read two different versions of it. One version was that he went straight from the meeting to the airport. The other one was that he basically went straight from the meeting, booked his flight, flew to Spain for a day, came back, and then obviously all hell broke loose uh, for him. What do you think of that behaviour and that, that, but just doing it? It's bizarre. Yeah. I feel like the, you know you talked about the Aberdeen guys first and they were... I'd, I got asked actually. He said, "Do you think you would have been involved?" <laughs> guys, <laughs> when you have a team. You've been flying to Spain. I, my answer was, "I would probably want it and we'd arrange it." Was <laughs> 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 uh, back there, but no. I think the Celtic one's a different kettle of fish. You know, I just don't get it. Why you would leave the country? Why? What's so important to go? You know, some, somebody said he was going to meet a girl. And, um, I mean, that, that, I don't know. It must be somebody special. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like let's be honest. Uh, men and, and women have done stupid things for girls uh, <laughs> over time. We've all done stupid things for girls. Let's let's be let's be clear. Yeah. Um, but but that is just like a whole nother level when you've got this like global pandemic and it's like everything's been wife, shut wife, down. Whose who's wife was he going to visit? I know that, I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 whilst uh, whilst everyone's in the papers speculating, oh, he's gone to see a girl. His wife sat at home in Scotland thinking, what do you mean he's gone to see a girl? <laughs> what do you mean? But, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Like, I'd be very surprised. I was listening to someone on TalkSport the other day, actually, and they were saying, like, you know, he's he's had the punishments from the Scottish FA and whatever. Celtic. I don't think he'll play for Celtic again. No. Judging by, did you see the interview with Neil Lennon? He basically was like fuming. Fact, I know a good few Celtic fans, and they said you, you won't play for Celtic again purely because he's not very good. That's <laughs> well, that's it. Do you know if he was one of their best players, he, you know, they'd probably forgive him very, very quickly. Yeah, it's like, I mean, even the Suarez sort of racism into the incident, you know, it's quickly, yeah. forgotten. quickly forgotten because of who he is. Yeah, because you know? he was Suarez. That's right, exactly. So. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a story over time as well, though, isn't it? In itself, like the best players get away with stuff. The, the yeah, players who don't are given ones because you stole an important part of the team. Yeah, what did you get away with? <laughs> I got, I got thrown the book at me. Mate. Did you? What was the worst? Uh, what was the worst thing you ever got caught doing that you shouldn't have been doing? Um, oh, do you know what? The, I think the fire extinguisher story I think you told Love before. To be fair, I didn't think I was really culpable, even though I, you know, <laughs> I pulled the, the, the pin. If you didn't want to ask one that I did, uh, the story about Paul Quinn went into Tom Heaton's room and had the fire extinguisher, and he was he was attempting to spray it on top of Tom, but he just couldn't work it. Because he hadn't taken, he hadn't taken the pin out of it. So, <laughs> me being me, just the drunk, I was just looking at him. Don't take the pin out. Don't take the pin out. Don't take the pin out. Took the pin out. 
put the pin out everywhere. And, and, um, yeah, so I said, but instead of it being the gas ones that you know the spray and the recovery a wee bit in whiteness, but it was like a like a strange sand, like a sand one. So the whole yeah. was covered in sand. And apparently, it was like a thousand pounds worth of damage in the whole room. The whole room was like covered in sand. Um, and my name got mentioned, but I just I, I just kept quiet. I was like, what? Don't know what you're in. I, I seen what happened, but. <laughs> no, I, I, did, uh, <laughs> I pulled the pin, but it didn't have nothing to do with it. I just, it's just, you know, just set the thing alight, basically. I just triggered that. But, nah. Who was the manager then? Dave Jones. Um, yes. Well, nappy was he? Nah. Those... Did you, did you close ranks so you didn't get into trouble yeah, as players? I, I never, I never used to give anybody's name away. There was it. Somebody gave. Both our names away because there was. <laughs> I, got asked, I got asked a few things and I was like, listen, I seen what happened, I wasn't involved. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And then I didn't, I didn't need to pay anything on them. I never got involved. No. So I, I, I want to know who the snitch was. Well, Oof. there was only one other person in the room at the time and he was, he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, maybe you can forgive him. <laughs> but, um,. I think he's got a few caps for England as a goalkeeper. Yeah, well. Do you know what? This is still one of my favourite of all the like 250 episodes of my various podcasts. That is still one of my favourite moments is when uh, Di asks that question in the live chat and your face is just like, how do you know? How do you know that? I just thought I was just went down in the archives. Just thought that was something that the players knew about. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so another thing which has happened recently with uh, footballers, foot, we should have a, we should have our own little segment. Footballers behaving badly. Maybe that'll be a new thing. So, uh, Mr. Harry Maguire, club captain of one of the biggest clubs in the world, went to Mykonos. Um, quite what he thought he was going to do in Mykonos. I don't think he was planning on a quiet holiday. Let's be honest. Um, but it's all gone a bit pear shaped for him. He's been arrested. Uh, he had a brawl. I think he's been accused of bribing police and fighting with police, and it's all a bit messy. Uh, what do you think of that? First of all, and then uh, yeah, like I've, I've read a couple of stories about his sister being attacked and stuff like that. I've heard too. Obviously, the bribery, you know, that's something he's going to get done for if he's if he's done that. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, I read somewhere this morning that it was like someone he was with said, basically said something like, you know, how much is this going to cost us? Yeah. And the police, obviously, this uh, Greek police, they're not English, maybe not their first language. Um, and the kind of the Harry Maguire side are sort of saying, well, no, they meant how much is the fine going to be? And the police took it as kind of like, we'll give you some money to make it go away. I don't know. But like, yeah. We just we discussed this just now with um, with uh, Andy Legg and on the Andy Campbell show just before we recorded this a bit and um, like if you if you see your sister getting stabbed in the arm or whatever you're gonna react that's 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 yeah. first thing I'd say. Um, my only argument from his point of view is like should he be putting himself in maybe the position that he is uh, as captain of like Man United maybe not but ultimately you've got to just it's hard if you're not in that situation at the time the key to the moment as well we've all done things that we didn't you know I didn't think we'd be capable of doing stuff like that we'll put it this way right Um, before lockdown I was in Subway and someone recognised me from one of the podcasts I'd done and they were like oh you did the Andy Campbell show blah, blah blah and I was like I was really taken aback by it I was like oh yeah yeah okay and I felt really awkward and I was like yeah okay so I said hello and then I was gone like I didn't it was weird because it was new to me it had never happened before like anything like that now that's not someone coming up to me and shouting abuse at me about my appearance and about Munich and people dying and, and, and a group of people as well like chanting and, and saying stuff to you. Yeah, you've had a few beers and then going away, having some food or whatever, coming back and then it getting worse. Do you know what I mean? Like that's quite a... 
it's quite a unique uh, unique situation to people who are famous or well known or footballers, and I think anything like that's going to be more difficult to handle when you've had a couple of beers or yeah, whatever. Good. And no, you know, I'm sure you got your fair share of attention, particularly like when you would go out in Cardiff and stuff, and people would see you. Yeah, it's always like obviously getting off a of wave. <laughs> Difficult, you know. You've got to turn them down sometimes. And, yeah. you know, well, that's what we've got to do. It's just sometimes you've got to do that, you know. You've got to just take a step back and say, no, I'm not tonight. I'm a bit tired. I've just played 90 minutes. <laughs> I'm eating tight. Yeah. Can't, can't, tonight, I've just, got, I've just got to go for a chip and cheese and go to head up the road. Uh, that's what I did normally say. <laughs> uh, chips and curry sauce occasionally as well. But, um, run chips do you ever get any people like being nasty to you when like a night out, like giving you abuse rather than friendly sort of banter? Oh, yeah, plenty of times. How do you like? How do you deal with that? Like, is it? I don't know. Is it harder to deal with as a like someone who's kind of well known or a footballer and that? Maybe you've got yeah, to I, think I, about I, it more than maybe if you were just Joe Blogs in the street and someone started giving you a bit of grief. You wouldn't really yeah, think too yeah, much of it. For me, I used to try and take myself out of the situation, so you had to walk away or just get out of there. Um, I was I was never really a hothead. I used to even I used to try and go the other way and just try and make a joke of it. So yeah, um, just sort of I'd probably diffuse it. No, I sometimes you know I'd probably make it worse by either caning what the guy was wearing or something, like that and just <laughs> you know just probably come back at him with something. Which is obviously probably not the best thing to do, but I seem to remember you saying when we did the unscripted uncensored show that um, there was a couple of occasions where your 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 sense of humour may have got you in a bit of trouble. Was it, yeah. it was with them? Um, oh, what was his name? The Spanish well, one, lad. Yeah, one Carl, was, that was weird though. I just you know if anybody that came in with that jumper that were getting caned, it was like one of the worst jumpers I've ever seen anybody wear. It was like a rugby top. Um, so I just took a picture of it and just I think I tagged him in it and said wow, when are we going for the rugby sort of thing and um, he just, oh, I took offence to it but I was I'm not like that now but when I'm back then I probably just oh, think oh now, now I've got something here now I've got, <laughs> we've, got, we've got a big one here and just kind of wind them up even more and it was the same to be fair I think Jordan much as well we were in a chat together and uh, I had one of these face apps that made your face fatter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know why. It, it just, I did everybody, I think. And then I did George much and put his face on it. And he was not happy with it at all. He was, like, raging a bit. <clears throat> so after that, I was, oh, I was like, oh, no. I'm just going to need to get all sorts, all sorts of fat faces. I'm coming in from left. It's just going to be all, all over the place. Yeah, so I, I'm not like that now, to be fair. I'm trying to think, you know. Everyone, you know, it's, it's different. It's different, though, isn't it, as well, when you're in that, like, see, like honestly, a changing room. See the changing room environment, see, but especially in Scotland. Not as bad down here, but in Scotland, oh, my God, you just got... It's brutal, you got armor for everything. Every item of clothing you wore was scrutinised as soon as you walked in the door. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Do you know, the worst changing room I've been in for anything like that sort of thing is, is cricket changing rooms, mate. They're the worst, mate. Playing, like... Compared to football training, uh, football changing rooms, cricket training, changing rooms were like another level. Yeah. You just, like you say, you just get scrutinised for everything the minute you walk in. It was almost like as each person walks in, they almost get like a, a quick up and down, see what they see what's happening, what you got in your bag, what's uh, what's this, what's that. But like Brutal, that, I, I, see Aberdeen, see if it was your birthday, all your your clothes got ripped up. You got like <laughs> You got you got battered. You got battered with like uh, boot polish. Jesus. Oh, and it was, uh, and there was. I think I mentioned this to you. There was a changing room at Aberdeen. Uh, when you first signed, when you were a kid, you had to walk through this corridor to get to the shower. Mm. So it was like a, it was like, it was like a office. People used to walk through this corridor. So you had to like you poked your head out to have a look to make sure there was no staff or that walking up and down. Did like slink through with your towel or go in the shower but what could happen is that if you got caught in the corridor with your towel somebody would rip the towel off you and lock both the doors so you had yeah. literally had nowhere stuck. to go you basically just stuck there. You, were, you were naked and wandering 
like <laughs> wandering at the Aberdeen <laughs> Football Club. Yeah, up and down, and staff are going for the dinner and stuff, and you're just like, hello, Gordon. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your dinner. Like stuff like that would happen like daily. That would. That's part for the course. Um, yeah. So there was yeah. a guy. The guy. There was a guy doing Ramadan. Uh, who had to sleep certain hours and stuff, and he was uh, sleeping in the physio room, and the lads came in and lifted the the, the, the thing he was lying on and carried it to the showers. Put the showers on. He did not see the funny side of that. I was going to say, I bet he did not. Oh, he was swinging punches left, right, centre. <laughs> Everybody just got up. Yeah. Jesus. That probably wasn't a great idea. Well, this this, this is it. So, what am I? Um, what are my favourite sort of funny football clips? And I think it always will be. Is uh, Mario Bartelli? trying to put a bib on because I've I just I've never understood why he had so much trouble but he just can't can't I can't not like the Krypton factor that yeah and the more he tries to do it the the worse it gets he's just he doesn't everything the more he tries to do it the more he tries to do it he struggles with it what's that to be fair to him, there is a few more holes in that one than there is normally. But still, yeah. he should really get that right, shouldn't he? Yeah, it's a bib at the end of the day, isn't it? And he just really struggles with it. And and it's the <laughs> the, com- the, com- the complete bewilderment on his thing. And then he loses his rag. Do you know what the thing is? He's wearing a white jumper and he's putting a white bib on. I know. So he didn't even need to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and then even when the guy comes to try and help him... <laughs> He he just he basically just picks the bib up and hands it to him. He doesn't help him, and then when he start when the coach or whatever it is walks off, Bartelli then kind of shouts at him back, and he comes back and he literally dresses him like a toddler. Um, yeah, I, I just phenomenal, phenomenal. I could watch I could it. Not all day. He's understand why he's put it on. Yeah, what? Why would? They, he's wearing white anyway. That is a very good point, though, mate. Um, loads of people, obviously, where we were asking for clips and stories, we have we haven't had um, didn't have like a great deal of time for people to send stuff in because it was only like a couple of days. But obviously, there'll be a couple of weeks between now and the next yeah. uh, next episode, so we'll have more time. But uh, everyone, as you would expect, was asking about the the Sean Massey incident. So I don't want to go over it too much because obviously we went we went through it on the uh, the last show, but we will have a little we'll have a little look just just for old time's sake. Um, I know I just found an in- I just just discovered an interview of her talking about it. I've never seen that. Yeah, I think it was a week or so after. Yeah, did, 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 didn't she say something like, "I hope you're not going to do that again." Yeah. Bless her. <laughs> I'm planning on doing that again. It's like, oh, it's Jesus. It's the, the, the thing which gets me, though, Kev, every time is like it's the look of anger as you run in towards her. You see her coming, you could have stopped at any point, and no. you just flatten her. But look at it, it's just brutal. That's every time. Horrendous. I've seen it a million times. Smash. What the, I noticed, I just noticed that Bellamy is uh, quite close to you as you do it. Does he say anything to you as you're walking back? No, like... No I, one cared. To be, like, I know it looks like I've meant to do it, but I've not meant to do it. The thing is, though, mate, right, in, um, in slow motion and replays and that, oh, it, it, it looks yeah. like you could stop, yeah. doesn't it? Do you know? It looks like you could stop, but when you watch it in, in full, no, full motion... I didn't realise I've kicked, I've kicked the ball at the pitch. I didn't realise that. I thought it was still on the pitch, so I thought, I better go again here and try and get it. And then, as soon as I, as I was looking up, she was there and it just automatically just went shoulder block there. Took just out. mashed because it was, she was right in the face. Um, yeah. The, the one thing, I should have just made sure she was alright, but just sort of went, just went sorry and then I, I ran off. So I kind of sauntered off for really, to be honest with you. Just walked off and said, "Have that." Yeah. 
But uh, no, she. Um, to be fair to her though, she she was up. She didn't. Uh, she could have milked it, mate. So I, I was, you know, I felt my hammy after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she got straight up. She, uh, yeah, yeah. I seen football. I've seen some footballers stay down for a lot less than that. I got, I got death threats for that. Got all sorts of stuff. Did you? Yeah. Who'd you get death threats from, Shah Massey? No, just yeah. <laughs> no, just um, no, just some. I got a few letters to the club. Well, like feminists or something, is it? Oh, just like a random thing. Somebody will burn your house down. Fucking hell. Brutal. Yeah. Be- gonna burn your house down because you accidentally bumped into the lineswoman. Jesus. Yeah, somebody take their time of the day out. So I'll know what. I'm gonna write to Cardiff City Football Club. Kev, no one could really, really, really anger me for that. Well, do you know what, Kev? These days, they probably would have written to the club and tried to get you cancelled or like kicked out of the club or sacked or like, kick, kicked he, off social media. No, it was like, my mum and dad were really wound up. But I said, mum and dad, let's give this a couple of weeks to be bored. The thing was, my dad sent me the, the, an article. He said, listen, um, the, 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 I think it was the Daily Mail, I don't know, one of them papers that just blow everything out of proportion. Yeah. I, there was a segment that Osama bin Laden had died, but it was about, you know, Two by two inches, and then there was a section. <laughs> I'd run, I'd run into the, to the Shan Massey, who spoke <laughs> six by six inches, and had pictures. That's it. You've taken a bit of pressure off Osama, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. And then, to be fair, there was a lot more news about him. Which, to be fair, I hold Osama. Took- he took a wee bit of pressure off it by um, dying, getting killed. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he's let he's let you off the hook, really. Yeah, there. Just like uh, he took a bit of pressure off me for the week. Good. It's about time. It's about time he did something positive, and there you have yeah. it, straight away. I can't believe you got death threats over that. That's unbelievable. Someone, someone's taken the time to write a letter to the football club to yeah. try and get you uh, sacked, as it were. But um, so I'll have another look. I got some Sunday league football clips for you to look at in a minute, but um. Yeah, the, I found these stories. So I found some stories. Um, just there, you know, they're from various points in time. Um, yes. Some ridiculous, uh, some ridiculous, more some more ridiculous than others. So um, there was this one <laughs> involving Charlton Athletic. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm going to read it because I'll I don't want to lose anything. I. But the headline is "Sex on Sex on the Beach," uh, so they took things. T- this for one couple, they took things too literally. As a couple, were uncovered on the Charlton Athletic football pitch having sexual relations. The home of the addicts reports in the Mirror, 2015, uh, that the naughty couple got up to all sorts in the centre circle of the valley. The unidentified pair were seen on the social media video upload of Vine, which went viral in a big way. Surprisingly enough. Um, they had reportedly forced entry into the ground, based in London, uh, in the wee hours of the morning, and ironically, they were found uh, after the goalless draw between Bromby and Rangers. Uh, but these people, Sean, had no trouble scoring on the pitch. I, the guy was obviously something out of that were stroll in the valley, wasn't he? Yeah, the valley. The um, the uh, well, that's it, mate. Today, you know, it's, it's, if you can't use a centre circle for that, what can you? What's the point in having my centre circle? Seriously, nobody, nobody got hurt today. Yeah, mate, it was. Um, it's bizarre. That is, I just find it really weird. Like just random. Like you know. Yeah. Must have been big Charlton fans as well. Like, big, big Charlton fans. Um, Do you ever say that? Do you ever say that Ninian Park? The Ninian Park wasn't exactly hard to break into. The <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just climb, climb over the gate, and that was about it. But um, <laughs> you fall to pieces, so there was bits with just like gaps everywhere. Yeah, mate, 
You could just crawl, like, make your own hole in the stand somewhere and just crawl through. I think the sea is, like, outside of the town. It's like something to fix that. Yeah. Don't want to fix the stadium up. Uh, Jesus. But, um, yeah, there was, you know, as, as it were, back in the back in the day you know a lot of the football stadiums were falling apart when they but like Ninian Park was I always used to um so I always used to sit like either in the grandstand in the corner by the away fans yeah. or sometimes the Grange end and then like when I was little I would be in the family stand or the Bob Bank with my old man but like um in the last season in Ninian Park I um I went we went there and um we was I was in the Bob Bank and I hadn't been in there since I was little, and uh, it was like me met up with a couple of mates like because it was like one of the last couple of you know last couple of games it was kind of like a you know just wanted to reminisce and and yeah. sort of try a different part of the ground for me I was quite lucky and I just remembered walking to the toilet at half time and it was just just like a wall where. Just literally, just a wall. It was it wasn't a toilet. It was just a wall for people to just go to the toilet and whatever. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, we probably do need a new stadium. Thinking about it, like because I had spent the previous months moaning, I don't want to go to a new stadium. I love Ninja Park, which I do, but I remember like being stood there at half time, surrounded by all these football fans and blokes, like, and we're basically we've all gone into this little hut to just piss on the wall. And I was just like, yeah, probably need a new stadium. But uh, I loved it. I, yeah, it is, mate. So the best thing about it was just, just felt enclosed. You know, I think that's one thing about sort of modern stadiums. You don't feel feel right on top of the pitch. I think that's a bit like Cardiff City Stadium. It's a bit like a, it's not really right on top of the pitch, is it? it doesn't feel no. There's a few actually stadiums where the, you know, like uh, the actual stand is quite steep. Sort of, mm-hmm. I think the, those sort of stadiums are really good in terms of like creating that sort of enclosures type sort of coliseum type feel. Yeah, it's like the that old style stadium feel then, isn't it? When it's like really. Yeah, but like, I remember just going to get a throw in, and it was obviously lads like two yards away from you. Um, yeah, you know, you're you're Well, that's yeah. it. You're collecting the ball for a throw in, and. As you're picking up the ball by the billboards, the the fans are right there and they right next to your face, like so. It's, it's good. You know, nah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I miss it. I um, like I. Good, always a good, a good surface as well. There was not many games called off, even though I don't like the facilities were broke, but there were never a lot of games called off. The, pit, the groundsmen have always been decent, there, haven't they? Yeah. Like it's the um, the pitch was always good. Yeah. Yeah, the weird pitch as well because obviously if somebody was stood over the other side of the pitch you couldn't see their legs because there was a sort of camber on the pitch as well yeah 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 that's got to be weird as well though when you're playing to like have that like weird I used to hump. Compare, like it was weird when I was playing right back uh, I preferred the opposite side from the sort of main stand um, mm. No even, reason, just just no rhyme or reason. Nah, not no rhyme or reason whatsoever. I just prefer going down that hill. Um, yeah, I was just having a played left back. It was the same going back up the hill. I don't know why. Yeah. Weird. I um, I was just having a look to see what the steepest stadiums are in the world, but I I can't unfortunately I can find a list for everything else, but you can't find a list for that. Yeah. Typically, um, if I asked you, who had the shortest ever? managerial stint in the world ever who do you think it was and uh, what club oh, I, I think I knew some, somebody gave me this quiz during lockdown so this is one of the 5 million questions that was asked over lockdown um, oh, I'm not going to get it somebody so, obscure is it somebody obscure Leroy uh, Rossinia uh, his managerial reign lasted 10 minutes. So basically, according to the Sun, the press were informed he had been appointed as manager. However, 10 minutes later, his, he was told his services had been disposed of by Torquay United as the club had been taken over. Like somebody else. 10 minutes. Jesus. That's got to be brutal, haven't it? 
Like you, that's barely enough time to tell your missus and your family. Oh, I got, I got a new job. Like, what happens with that? With your wages and stuff like that. See if you sign like three years or something. Ten minutes. Ten minutes worth of wages. There you go, no, mate. But surely, if you've got a contract, then do you not just? I don't understand. I think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that. There was a cooling off period of ten days. Yeah. There's a, a ten-day cooling-off period, like ten minutes, ten, ten minutes, minute, ten minutes. Yeah, we changed our minds. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's literally, it's not even enough time to, to like, tell your family, though, is it? Do you know what I mean? Ah. Like, phone your missus, and that's it. It's gone, done. Yellow bar, like he's like. Uh, <laughs> That was his big chance as well, I imagine, you know? <laughs> Ten minutes. He, um... I was going to go for luck then. Let's see. Ten minutes stint. Jesus. That is... I think that's I think that's terrible, that is. Could have given him a day, couldn't they? And just said, like... Could have like, at least trained them and just, you know... Score introduce himself to the players. Could have just <laughs> said, listen, that train session was that bad that you've lost your job. <laughs> yeah, that was... That, that that training session was absolutely appalling. Um, there's no way we can keep you employed. Can't keep you employed. That was horrendous. I would say clear out your locker on your way out, but you haven't got a locker because <laughs> you haven't you haven't been here long enough to have one. So there um, we go. Um, of course, another one of my favourite clips to uh, is the it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm not a very big fan of Liverpool. Is the uh, the infamous beach ball clip. Yeah. Now we'll have a look at it now, and I want to know uh, as you talk us through it okay. what you would have done if it was you and it, like if I was the goalkeeper on my or I, just if you were playing like oh, like just what would you, you know I'd, what could you do like I'd just be grabbing the beach ball just you know stamped, taking it home. Stamped I'd be beach taking it home with it. I'd be taking it home, and that would be on my mantelpiece for the rest of my life. I scored via beach ball. So here we go. That guy's obviously slight upset, isn't he? Oh, jeez. Oh. Like straight off the beach ball, past uh, Pepe Reina. And um, it's just one of them, and it is where. Like, well, that, that, it should be allowed, should it? According to the rule. No, they should have not given the goal, should they? But they didn't. There, there he is. Like, there's the little oh, scouse man there. Great he, he hits it on. Oh. Can you imagine how he felt? As everyone around him, all those people around him, but there, they've all seen him hit it on, and then bang, straight away, goal to Sunderland. I bet, he, I bet he was popular. The beach ball going as well. Uh, so look, beach ball. Yep, beach ball went in as well. Bonus. So yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, if you tried to do it, you wouldn't have been able to do it, but. Jesus, like how do you, Liverpool players must have been fuming, and I think it must have been. I must admit, I didn't know that rule. Did you know the rule? See if you were the first seen it. You, did you know the rule that 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 would not be allowed? No, I did. I this. Nah. Some, See, you that's, just gave that's me the thing. So if you were a player on the pitch, you'd probably just go. Come on, ref. No, I wouldn't even. I think we'd just go. Oh no, what's happened there? I'm just trying to get on with because I wouldn't have known. I would just been like. Well, like I would have thought, I think the first thing was they were that kind of moaning, come on, ref, that can't be allowed, surely. But then yeah, when the ref says, like, why, you'd be like, um, I don't know. It's purely, it's a Liverpool beach ball, so it's a, you know. It's your own, it's your own fault. <laughs> it's your own fault, you idiots. Uh, but, so what was the rule that, what's the rule then? If it like, hits for, something which is not. Foreign object sounds like someone from WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I couldn't have happened to a better club. <laughs> You're not a Liverpool fan, no? No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I just, <laughs> I just can't. They frustrate me. They frustrate me is probably the best, politest way to put it. Um, has uh, have you ever? Have you ever had a foreign object on the football pitch, Kev? Uh, oh, it was. Uh, played, we played against Liverpool in a friendly once. Um, 
and somebody from outside the stadium fired firework that, honest to God, went off next to uh, the guy who was playing right back at the time. A guy called Michael Hart, honestly, just missed him by about two yards. Exploded. Obviously, the game stopped for a little bit. Mm. Um, just lucky, you know, like, I, I don't know, the fireworks, has anybody been maimed or anything like that by fireworks? I know it's flooding dangerous, but... Um, well, yeah, there was um, there was a guy uh, in Cardiff Arms Park. There was that uh, I forget his name now. There was uh, a guy had taken his son to uh, to watch Wales play, and someone from one end of the ground fired a firework across the ground, and it hit the dad who was with his kid at the other end, and it killed him. Like the um, that was that was when I was younger. That was like I was a kid. I think when that happened, but. I remember that like vividly like it's um and how do footballers feel about like flares and fireworks and stuff when they get chucked on a pitch and and that sort of thing just delay so it doesn't do any it doesn't actually do any the team, both the teams it doesn't do any good so it's just Bit i mean pointless. we played aberdeen aberdeen played rangers and both sets of fans started fighting on the pitch um mid game i played in that game um quite a funny picture um, there's loads of police lined up in front of the Rangers fans and uh, I'm going to take a throw in and one of my mates has like, put a caption on it saying uh, hundreds of police trying to keep McNaughton away from the Rangers fans <laughs> <laughs> but it was like crazy we, had to get, we, we went off for like 10 minutes we had to go off the pitch everybody all the players had to get taken off the pitch because uh, it's one of the players got hit in the head. It was uh, Robbie Winters got hit in the head by a coin. Mm. And Aberdeen fans reacted to that by running across and fighting with the Rangers fans in, in the Rangers end. What year was it? Do you remember? Uh, that would have been about 19, so you're talking... 2001, maybe 2002, maybe even probably earlier than that. I, would, I put in Robbie Winters hit by coin, Rangers... Well, it all went off after he got hit by oh, a coin, didn't it? No, the fans were all fighting each other. Uh, police, hundreds of police turned up. So we'll like, see if we can find. Uh, you know, a and we still got beat. We still got beat at the end. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like. I always wonder, like you see, especially the goalkeepers with fireworks and stuff. I wonder whether, like. Uh, did you ever they, see the clip? They get worried about it. That's a funny one. Have you ever seen the clip with a guy, Rossi, who's in goal for AC Milan, who gets hit in the head by a toilet roll? And he thinks there's something much worse. And he gets, I'm sure he gets stretched off. No, that can't be right, surely. Um, no, I'm not kidding you. Uh, Rossi, goalkeeper. Rossi, hit by toilet roll. Milan, you said, I don't know. I think it's I'm Milan. I'm going to have to have a look at that. He gets hit in the head by a toilet roll. And he goes off. He's on the floor. He's on the floor for a good ten. As if he's been, you know, it must obviously it wasn't Andrex. So yeah, it wasn't soft. It must have been like a. He's one of those cheap sixty p brands, like which are just like sandpaper. Yeah, a little, little maybe. Jesus, but that's got to be. Do you know what though? Right, when he's gone down and he's made that big fuss of it, he's probably thought he's been hit by something. Well, maybe he didn't open his eyes. Like, maybe he was like, you know, he's playing it up and whatever. Well, you know and what then... he could have done? He could have wiped his tears. With the That's role. it. Could have hid his face with him from no, the embarrassment. Just, just pretend that, you know, he just did it for a joke. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he could have, like, he could have styled out a wee bit. Could have done like, anything, mate. Could have just not a, a gone deal. down like that. You could have had a deal with Andrex for life. They just still know, but... Well, so I had Adam Hollyoak on, who's played cricket for England, and um, when he was on one of his tours, um, or he was he had he was like in I can't forget where it was, West Indies or India or somewhere, and he had a bit of a bad belly and that, but he knew like he had to eat, didn't he? Because he was playing professional sports, um, so he basically was like living on Mars bars or some chocolate bar, and um, the papers as they do printed it that you know he was living on these things and then um, 
he got a lifetime supply supply of Mars like Mars bars. So I asked him when he did this show. I said, "Oh, so do you still you know you still get the Mars bars and stuff?" And he said, "Oh, well, they kind of send you. They sent him like a load of cases of it, and then that's it. They didn't give him Mars bars for life." I was like, "I'd be chopping those." Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be on to them. Saying, "Hang on a minute, you you said for life." I want a box, you know, every month or whatever. But, no. I can't find... Are you sure this happened, Kev, this keeper? Because I can't find it anywhere. What's the, it was definitely Rossi, was it? Keeper hit by Toyo. I can't find it anywhere. Which is very disappointing. Ah, oh, there we go. Referee. Oh, ref, referee hit by deadly toilet roll. But no, uh, no goalkeeper. That is shocking. Must have been before they had TV. No, it's, it's, it's definitely happened. I remember it. But, um, so I'm, I'm going to quick look. But then, um, what is the, the most ridiculous thing that you have ever seen on the football pitch? Yeah. Well, quite it's a few broad things. question, isn't it? Yeah, quite a few things. You get your standard streak every now and again, which is that even that gets quite boring after a while. But um, but they never like um, oh, the no, streakers never one. seem to be like fit, like male or female. They're never like fit and healthy and like. I, I played a friendly once and we were just warming up, and one of my mates hit a seagull. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, I know it was a friendly game for Aberdeen, and half volleyed the ball. It was playing, we were playing against that growth, so there's quite a lot of say, we're down by the coast. <clears throat> what seagulls come on a bit. Mate just just sort of warming up, half volleyed the ball, hit the seagull, flushed, and it was knocked out it just put its legs were like that flying upside down with its legs like that and to be fair to, to be fair to him, he went up to it and coaxed it sort of you know, just gave it a little rub on the belly and coaxed it back to life and it so you saved it. No, Killed no, it and then saved it. Well it, it looked like it had concussion so it was just like sat it was just stood on the pitch. It just didn't move, so we're like, oh, doing the one around the seagull. So <laughs> this guy came on and basically took the seagull off the pitch. Um, to this day, he... I don't know what happened to the seagull, but it was uh, well, fairly it's... strange. It was, to be fair, I know. At the time, it was a good laugh because obviously the, the seagull was like, oh. just, just legs in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, but it's this poor seagull. It's like nah. he's, had, he's had memory issues ever since. The seagull to this day, I think his name is Steven Seagull, and he's, uh, <laughs> he's officially working as a stunt, stunt, stunt seagull somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's had a rough, he's had a rough time of it, but he's been in uh, some of the Pixar films. He's played a seagull. He's played a pigeon. Uh, special effects though then in there so to uh, to finish off i had a quick look to see if i could find these aberdeen's uh aberdeen uh, and rangers fans fighting on the pitch i just i can't seem to find a good clip of it but um i'll get that one for next time so to finish us off for the first episode of crazy football we're, uh, we're gonna have a look at the uh the the 10 most unforgettable dives in football so let's have a look at these i'll pause it in between so you um you can talk me through these now and just give me the, the professional footballers view of this as we uh, have a look at the, the, the worst dives 10 unforgettable dives in football so this is uh vidal there I think he's just kicked the ground. Right, there we go. Right, David Luiz, first of all. See, What's in my opinion, that's not. I don't think that's a dive. He's kicked him. So it's like, I don't count that as a dive. Is he smiling on the floor? Yeah, he was, yeah. If you watch it, he does. He has a kick at him, man. Oh, he's going like, to be popped up, man. Like, I'm not saying that it did that much damage. But I think... Nah. If he's just sitting smiling on the floor, it's obviously not any damage. Yeah. I don't know why he's just not getting up. 
yeah, he got him sent off, didn't he? That's why he was smiling. Oh, so then we, yeah, this is Neymar. Oh, he's won. How many rolls did he do then? Count the rolls. Oh, bless him. He looks in agony there, doesn't he? Yes, uh, so I'm just going to skip that back and we're going to count how many times he rolls because he clearly got thundered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times I think he rolled before it changed. But look, he looks in agony. Look, he looks like, oof, got to be a broken leg. Here we go. Oh, mate. Like, what do you make of that? If you're that defender, because that's the sort of tackle you'd have put in. Like, what are you making of that? Just laughing. Just laughing at him. Tell him to but get it Get up. There's nothing else. I, I don't get annoyed with stuff like that. I just think, what are you doing? You're actually embarrassing yourself. There's videos everywhere. I just want to see that. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's what I've never really understood. Is like, especially these days with football and like the cameras there. Uh, there's cameras everywhere. Like, you ain't getting away with it. Like maybe you would have twenty years ago. So, just get on with it, like you know. No, like one day I was injured. injured. I had the first year injury, so same time. I was able to go on. I keep going on. Yeah, but like you were like, um, like like an old school type of footballer whereby like you could imagine you playing with like a bandaged up head and that, like Terry Butcher and, and some of the, you know, you do see them now and again, like the central defenders and stuff, don't you, yeah. with the, where they've had their head cut open. And then you see the strike, strikers rolling around from that. You find there's a majority of boys who either they're taking out flams to mass summon or they're doing something to mass summon and they've just gone with them. There's been plenty of times I've either, either I played by Slightly dodgy hamstring or something, and you know, you just try and manage it the best you can. Mm. You know, that either there's nobody else to come in and replace, or you don't want to lose your place either. So, that's what that's what that's what goes to the football set. It's like, you know, unless I'm really gonna hinder the team here, then I'm just gonna play. Yeah, because yeah. you don't lose your place. You can lose your place. And realistically, if you can get through it, you get through it as best you can. Obviously, things you can't get to. Okay, so next up we've got for Brian Carrasso of Chile. This I this one winds me up, see, because this isn't just like making the most of it. He grabs his wrist and he thrusts it into his own face. So we'll just have another look at that. What position do that? I, I think it's, it's, it's not just embarrassing though that one mate. This that's like oh, I hate this. this one. I hate this one. This one. Really, I know the next one. Just wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I don't there's something that. nasty about that one. This one, isn't there? Because like, what's he doing? Idiots, mate. Idiots. But like that one. See, I know you said you don't get wound up and stuff by it, but that one surely. That would annoy me. That would annoy me. That one because it's just obviously just to make it set off. Yeah, there's something behind. There's something behind that one, isn't there? Like, yeah. there's a bit more to it than but just. Nice, nice back to the norm, which is quite sad. But um, that one's oh, that could be raging. Oh, that, that, that and then uh, next up, I know you just saw a little bit of it. Oh, we'll we'll have a look this is just. Yeah. I don't know what possesses him, mate. I do not what possesses it's like him. That's all, all I can imagine when I'm watching stuff like that. It's like the platoon music in the background. The yeah. guy shot look, at, look at all the cameras like right by him as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? What? what has he been, it's been hit by a medicine ball. I swear it wouldn't even hurt that much if he got hit by a medicine ball. Jeez. Unbelievable, mate. It's such a shame because a lot of the players who are doing this oh, doing these Neymar, Rivaldo, that guy from Chile who no one's ever heard of and never heard of again. Yes. He's literally only famous for grabbing his defender's wrist and hitting Neymar. himself in the face. What's the matter? Me and Mark, great player. Just like he's messing about. I don't think he's got the mentality to be where Messi and Ronaldo are. Um, he just gets involved, doesn't he? He just wants to get involved. I just uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's he's got so much money and it's difficult to motivate himself or he's just... Hasn't got that. Someone someone told me and I 
I have to say, I'm going on second-hand information. Someone told me he's got a really weird relationship with his sister. I felt that, Joe. Don't know what that is. Maybe that's that's one for us to investigate on episode number two. Well, if we get called back for a second episode, don't get arrested. Which footballer is going to get arrested between now and next week? I see this one is ludicrous. Just going to take it back a bit because this, if you just watch him down in the corner, but yeah, Adrian of Leeds, watch him now. He dives once, dives twice. It's, it's the it's the second bit where he like flicks up like a fish. Oh, yeah. It's like one of them fish. Like he's just been, like, been it's like he's been caught. He's out of water. Caught. Yeah, and he's swapping. Yeah, that's bad enough. And there's this. Whoop! See there. Going on with that, he's just been caught. Oh, here we go, Sergio Busquets. You know, this is going to be good, isn't it? Little peak, oh, little peak. Yeah, I see. Kind of buy these people who, who are like having a little sneaky look. It's not on. Oh, I see, look at that. Nothing to it. Well, that's the game, though. That's just the game. It's become normal now. That's the problem. Yeah, it is. That's it. Oh, <laughs> Don't know if that, is that a dive or did he just fall over? I think he's either. Can't off that can't off that. He has a look though. He has like a little glance behind I think, him. I think he's maybe clipped him. But why is he taking three steps in front? No, no, no. He yeah, he's got the balls. The balls to complain to the referee. Robin. You know what? Robin was normally quite good at diving. He was very good at instigating contact. What's the matter? He was absolutely honking. You couldn't change your team. You had to just pick your team to start the season. Oh. I had him the whole season. Nah, he's probably that season where that he fell out. He, after, after, after that that tackle, he was never the same again. Oh. He was, the injury he sustained. He was, uh, he was never quite, the same again. Quite lucky. Hospitalized after that. Brutal, mate. And speaking of hospitalization, you know, let's look at this brutal tackle by the Mexican team on uh, Aaron Robin. Oh, look at that. Perfect form, arched his back beautifully. I thought that was very, uh, very nicely done. Oh, he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Look at that. Just waits for it. Boom. Arch the back in the air. There we go. If that's VR, Yeah, because he got touched. So I think they can't overturn it, can they? Crazy, isn't it? Crazy what it's come to. Like if you get a scuff or a little touch, if it's they, yeah, they give you the benefit. Because if you look at it, just does that actually get there. Yeah. He get gets like up. his foot stood on. But the thing which does it for me, like in terms of making it a dive, is I pause it now. So it's there. Like that's a that's a foul if he just falls to the floor. But it's oh, this yeah. bit. It's this bit there where he like arches yeah. his back and. Flows his arms out, and it's like, come on, mate. Just go down naturally. There's a penalty. Suarez. Here we go. Old Lewis. The king of the cheats. I oh, see, that's not. I don't even think that's. Of all the things Lewis Suarez has done, that's probably like the the least offensive to me. He had a little, had a little bump in the back, didn't he? Who's this Quadrado? That's just the like of the swimmer. Oh, Sergio Ramos is going down there. Oh, some of these are brutal. How are these players got away? Oh, the headbutt. Oh, spread his nose all over his face there, yes. Yeah. I remember that one. They can't laugh at me. Oh, that's even Ronaldo. He's got smashed in the face there. Oh, oh that's a classic. Did you see? I gotta watch that one again. That's one of the best ones of the whole uh, compilation. Ready? Whoop! Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you went down. You went down about ten minutes later. This one's unbelievable. Wait, wait for it. Oh, oh. Like promoting someone else's channel, but yeah, that was our dive. So every week, I think we'll have a look at uh, like a little compilation of yeah. either dives or something. 
something uh, obscure or funny. But um, yes, a bit of light-eyed fun, mate. A bit of light-eyed fun. And um, like I say, we've got a bit more time between this and episode number two. So um, we've got, well, I've got I'll find Rossi getting hit by toilet roll. And yeah, that's your homework. You've got to find Rossi getting hit by toilet roll and yes. the Aberdeen and Rangers fans fighting on the pitch. That's what I expect of you. That's your homework. And um, also, guys, you can send us in uh, stories and clips uh, to all the usual social media places because uh, it's a good way to get involved. And, of course, subscribe to youtube.com slash Nation. Crazy football with Kevin McNaughton. A little light-eyed fun. We will, uh, we'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks. It's not going to be a, a weekly one. This one is going to be, I don't know, about monthly, three-weekly, something around there. To give us enough time to collect collect data and uh, do our homework. Kev's got to find that 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 goalkeeper being assassinated by, uh, by toilet. I've got to see it, and I I'm I was quite upset that I couldn't find it because I really wanted to see it. But um, indeed, mate, I appreciate you joining me. But just before we uh, we finish up, um, you're coming down to the diff tomorrow. Yeah, for a secret mission. Tell us a bit about that. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, it's that little football academy officer. Um, depending on obviously circumstances at the moment, whether I can get something sorted, but we're looking to try and do a couple of little football camps at the end of October, uh, and then try and go into doing one night of coaching sessions a week. But hopefully, I'll send their details about that once we can get it really rolling. But yeah, it's just an opportunity for younger kids, either kids that are starting up or who are either at the boys' club or things like that, and they're looking for extra training, looking for a wee bit of uh, support. Um, that's what we're trying to sort of introduce, so there'll be extra couple of coaching nights there for the kids. If they're interested, hopefully Indeed. they'll have fun. Is there um is there anywhere set up at the moment for him to have go and have a look for more information or is that gonna come at a later? It's gonna come hopefully next week. Hopefully well hopefully by the end of next week there'll be a lot more information to try and get some place to put some stuff. But uh, yeah, that's the sort of mission for me the next few days going down to Cardiff get things get things organised. Um but nah, it's, nah, I'm looking forward to trying and get something new down there and try to get back down in Cardiff as much as I can as well. Man, I was yeah, I was very disappointed to find out that he had no time for beer drinking. But uh, there we go. <laughs> we can always find time for I'll try my best find time for beer drinking. <laughs> yeah, you never know. We might we might be able to film one of these in 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 person. You never know. Oh, it's been horrendous. You know, Later dates. Get something for you, like, well, we're at a game even. That would be yes. get a little game time. Reactions. That's it, mate. Hundred percent. I think there's uh, there's loads of different stuff we can do with it. I'm looking forward to the next one already. It seems like like a month or like three weeks or four weeks. Kind of feels like ages away, but um, you know, I'm sure it'll fly by. And uh, I appreciate your time, mate. I know you're a, you're a busy, busy man. Yeah, busy at the moment. Indeed. Uh, follow Kev on Twitter at Kev McNaughton, is it, mate? Yes, at Kev not on Twitter. Um, at Kev MCN seventeen Instagram. Have you got a separate one set up for your art? Uh, yeah, there is. But I don't think anybody goes on it, so I just never doing it on the Kev MCN <laughs> seventeen. <Sorry. laughs> but yeah, check out Kev's art. It's awesome. It's incredible. I like it a lot. And. Uh, going to be good but uh follow us on facebook at acecast nation follow us on twitter at acecast underscore nation and instagram at ace podcast nation and of course subscribe to the youtube channel and we will see you for episode number two in a couple of weeks tell us what you liked what you didn't like and as, as, as well as that make sure you send us lots of clips stories anything you can find which is ridiculous and um if anyone comes up with a 
a better name than Crazy Football with Super Kev McNaughton, then feel free to send it in because we can always I can change it up. I'm just not very good at the old uh, naming of stuff. So yeah. I'll just think of what though. I'll think of it. We'll have a we'll have a think. Open yeah. open to uh, open to change. But uh, until then, we will see you uh, for the next episode, and obviously check out all the various uh, podcasts and series. And we have a live live football podcast every Monday and Friday with Andy Campbell. Check out those because we have some uh, some really top guests coming over the next couple of weeks. So uh, have a look. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Kev. Yep. Network.